When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to Undercover Lover, the unofficial podcast of Love Island 2021. I'm Harriet Minter and you are absolutely my type on paper. If, like AJ and Danny, you're the newbies of the group, then this is the Love Island podcast which cares less about who fancies who, which is just as well as I'm not sure any of them fancy each other this year, and more about what are the deep psychological motives behind their behaviour. We answer questions such as, what does Faye's inability to be vulnerable with a man say about women's experiences in the 21st century? Why is blonde hair the only thing any man in this villa is attracted to? And just how often do they change the sheets? I really hope it's daily. If the words, I've got a text, still fill you with joy, rather than the dread of isolation, then welcome. This is the show for you. Each week, I'm joined by a fellow Love Island bombshell to do the hard graft of dissecting this week's themes. Today's guest is particularly special because without her, the podcast wouldn't exist. Back in 2018, I told the producer of my other podcast, Badass Women's Hour, that I wanted to do a show about Love Island. At that point, she hadn't even watched Love Island, and she has since become a dedicated villa viewer. She's also the world's greatest presenter coach, so knows everything there is to know about communication. Um, She could teach even Brad a thing or two about communication. And she has built an army of followers for her own daily, beautiful, inspiring podcast, Everyday Positivity, which... I mean, I think we all need a bit of right now. Hello, beautiful Kate Cocker. Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, it's so lovely to have you on the show. I'm so excited about it. I know. And I, I also think that you and I have that lovely, We often you and I will talk about the show because of this podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm always like, oh, our conversations are really co- interesting. Maybe we should say this is our chance. <laughs> our chance, our moment to bring it to the masses. Yes. <laughs> um, Tell me a little bit about how you're finding this season of Love Island. So I look at it like this. You know how you ripen an avocado? Yes. You kind of, you know, if the more you prod it, the longer it's going to take to ripen. (laughs) And you sort of leave it to the side and you ignore it for a bit. I have learned from you that the first couple of weeks are always a little bit. So I'm likening it to that ripening of an avocado. I've left it to one side and then on Wednesday, I've kind of been watching from afar. And then I think on Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, someone said, oh, there was this great moment where Brad uh, had to leave and Lucinda <laughs> stayed. And I was like, right, that avocado is ripe and I'm in. <laughs> so I've caught up. I am well watched. And uh, yeah, I'm in. So, ready to go. Ready to go. I do think there is that thing with maybe it's actually a metaphor for love, Kate, as it is, which is that thing where, you know, when you start dating someone, you're like, oh, I quite like them. I don't know. We'll just see how it goes. And then something happens and you're like, oh, no, I'm really in it now. Yeah. And that is a little bit how I feel about Love Island. You have to commit to the process of it a bit. Yes. And it actually is a bit like that for the contestants as well. I think (laughs) they have to go in and go, hi, I'm this person. I'm actually not this person. Not that person at all. Um, We are going to talk about the contestants and their serious lack of chemistry in a minute but (laughs) I want to start the show talking about really my moment of the season so far um which is the producers going truly evil and making Brad and Lucinda pick between each other and I mean the thing that really broke my heart about this is for a second there I think Brad thought he might have found true love he 
gallantly offered to leave. He said Lucinda could stay unless she wanted to come with him. And here's the moment when he realised that wasn't going to happen. Look, why'd you go on, guys? I can't, man. It's weird, guys. Are you sure? It's completely up to yourself. Like, if you want to leave with us and see how things go on the outside, obviously I'm not... No, I'm not going to... It's so hard because obviously, like, it's been going so well since, like, we've met. Mm. Like, the thought of me carrying on without you, I know I won't fancy anyone like you at all. And again, like, I've been here a week, so, like, that's why I'm like, is it a bit extreme leaving? Obviously, we're still, like, early stages. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm. Which is why I'm thinking, like, obviously, I really do like you. All that can say is, if, if we leave together as a as a couple and down on the outside and see if things work or you, you stay in here and see if someone else comes in for you. I don't know, because I'm, I'm sort of thinking, like, should I stay and then, like... You stay. Just see where it takes me. Just because, like... Yeah. But then I like, I like fancy so much. I mean, watching that was possibly the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life. Partly because, bless Lucinda, her acting skills... I mean, she she has not been to stage school, no. right? So, in fairness, <laughs> now, we do now know that what we see with Lucinda is exactly what we yep. get because she can't act for Toffee. <laughs> um, I mean, the, the sort of the attempts she made to suggest that she was actually thinking about leaving when really you could just see the calculations going on in her mind of, I've been here for five days, which maybe equals 20,000 a day new Instagram followers, which maybe equals 5,000 pounds post. <laughs> um, should she have left with Brad? It was an incredible moment, wasn't it? Because I think it, it brought up so many things inside of me, which were... <laughs> so first of all, Brad did that stupidly chivalrous thing of going, you leave. And he clearly was <laughs> expecting her to go, no, I'll go, like that, and fawn. Which I think in many of our minds, you know, it's that thing that we do, people pleasers, should I, dare I say women, would mm-hmm. not automatically go, no, 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 I'll stay. You know, I'll go, sorry, you, yeah. you stay, you've been... In- and she didn't even say, should we go together? She was just like, nah, I'm just staying. <laughs> I mean, it's so true. She didn't, because you would do. I think just automatically I would say, oh, no, 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 I'll go. You stay. And she didn't even do that for a second. No, which no. maybe says that we are raising the next generation of women to be stronger in their I know. Assertions. Well, what, I mean, I have to say, what a great set of boundary setting. She was like, she was going with her gut, wasn't she? She was like, I know I don't really want to leave here. And the thing that made me giggle was that she just didn't know what to say. And I think it all just came out in a, oh my, oh my, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And then she kind of, and then it was the aftermath that got me as well, which was that some of the girls were like, yeah, that's fine. You totally, you know, of course you would stay. You've only been in for seven days. Uh, and Faye's response, I think, was for me the most interesting because she she clearly thought, Nah, that's not why you're supposed to be here. You're supposed to be here because you want to find love, right? So you should have gone with him. And she obviously is close to to Brad as well. I mean, weirdly, I find Faye to be the most genuine of all the contestants, which is not a thing I thought I would be saying no, at the beginning I know. of the show. Well, that's why I love Love Island, right? It's a massive lesson in never underestimate anyone. Because I think you regularly go into the show thinking, ugh, they're just in bikinis, they just look really good, there's nothing to them. And then you come out yeah. the other side going, I love them all. <laughs> and they've got depth and they communicate really well with each other and they have, they're clearly some of them are clearly more emotionally intelligent than the others. Mm-hmm. And I tell you who Faye reminds me of is Laura from a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. The Scottish Laura, who's now with Dane Bowers. Uh, and No. Yes. <laughs> Oh, babes, you really aren't following the Love Island's post-Love Island story, are you? I just... Dane Bowers. I know. What a throwback. I know. And they look really happy, of course they do. They look really happy. And she, you know, I always thought that she wore her heart on her sleeve probably better than a lot of the others in the the time that she was in there. And Faye really reminds me of that. She really reminds me that she's just kind of going, no, this isn't right quite a lot of the time. No, this isn't isn't fair. And I think that's a really... um, admirable characteristic actually one of the things that I sort of found a bit I, I and I, I I own up now that I am putting some middle-aged middle-class white <laughs> southern You're privilege yeah <laughs> onto what I'm about to say right one of the things I found a bit awkward was and I have 
mocked Brad basically since day one, so I feel bad about that. But I actually felt that out of Brad and Lucinda, Brad needed it more. Like if we are looking at Love Island as a commercial career opportunity, Brad is a labourer from a small town. He's never been out of that town. He's never really had any other opportunities given to him. And here he is. He's got himself on the biggest show on TV. He could actually set him up, set himself up for a good kind of five years of modelling, earning a load of money that sets himself up for life. Whereas I sort of feel like Lucinda... Again, I don't know anything about this in his background, really. I'm just judging. <laughs> um, comes from like quite a nice family in Essex. Probably has, you know, a dad with a bit of money that's looking after. Probably has a bit of a more stable career path in front of her. And actually, out of the two of them, if somebody is staying for the Instagram followers, I felt Brad needed it more. So this is really interesting, isn't it? Because in a way... I think it's that interesting thing of if he, it would have been too much for him. I kind of feel Aww. glad that he's left a bit early because yeah. I think it's, you know, by the end of it, there would have been a lot of followers. There would have been a lot of love. There would have been a lot of um, intensity. And I'm not saying that he's not going to feel any intensity and, in, you know, or hasn't felt it this week. It feels a little bit like, okay, good. He's free. <laughs> because I think, did he say when, when he said, he said he was going on his date, he was like, this is my first date. Yes. And I wasn't sure if he meant this is my first date in the villa or this is my first date. His first date ever. We've actually got a little clip of some of the boys giving him some advice. Never been on a date, have not This is going to be never been on a date. No. Make sure you ask questions and shut your mouth. What what questions are you going to ask? We're just going to chat, see what's there. When you're chatting, you're only allowed three, and it gans. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was really cute. Yes. The boys kind of trying to look after him a little bit, and you know, I thought it was cute that he was so excited that Lucinda might be the one. I, <laughs> I think he did really think I that. Know. And it's so funny, isn't it? We all go into... I always think of it, whenever you watch Pretty Woman, when you back yeah. watch Pretty Woman and you go... You, you kind of... When you watched it the first time when I was younger, you're like, oh my God, they're so in love. It's so brilliant having it fall in love. And you realise they've actually only known each other for a week. I mean, they were predicating <laughs> Love Island, right? Which is that, you know, they knew each other for a day and they kind of fall madly in love and in their heads get married, you know? Yeah. So, um, but there was this lovely moment where one of the girls... I think it might have been Faye yelled across the room it's in that clip yelled across the room to brad make sure you ask questions <laughs> which i think early yeah. on he got criticized for not doing hadn't he it was like he just yeah. got into, i think it was him and chloe or someone like that i can't remember who it was and he just he wasn't asking any questions but that's the key to everything ask a bunch of questions never make it about yourself make it about them and they'll think that you're a god <laughs> that that is true that's basically how i've fallen for any man i've ever been out with um Let's talk about Lucinda for a minute. So, I mean, it took her about two minutes to move on to Aaron. I don't think she even shed a tear of grief. <laughs> she was just like, next. Um, and now seemingly Danny. I have to ask this question, Kate, because you're a kinder person than me. So maybe you will understand. Why does everyone fancy her? Her voice for a start is so annoying. How could you imagine spending the rest of your life with that voice? Um, and I guess more like more sensible question do you think anyone in Love Island really cares about making a genuine connection anymore? Or are they just looking for the next single person? Oh, right. So, okay. So that whole question there is something that I've really felt this week. So mm -hmm. watching it, they are all... Right, this is the girls. The girls are like, I really want a really deep and meaningful relationship. Cut to next scene where they're saying he has a really huge penis and I like that. You know, and it's like, I don't know what they're looking for. So it's, it's like, uh, I want a deeper meaningful relationship with a man who has a huge penis. That's it, you know. And it's like, it just seems really odd that there's these two things going on at the same time, this kind of sexual revolution that feels like it's happening and mm. this kind of, actually, no, what I want is a deeper meaningful relationship with someone and, you know, I want to be able to hang out with them until I'm old. I, it's I was really about to make odd. I was about to make a really mean comment about what they could learn from Laura and her relationship with Dane Bowers, but I won't. Um, but in, um, you want to know about Lucinda, or do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about no, that comment? I mean, I think that is really interesting, isn't it? It's like because that is the sort of I I have some sympathy for them because you know when one of my girlfriends starts going out with somebody new. At some point early on in the early on in the relationship, we will ask about that. I will ask about it. And actually, I remember reading in Catelyn Moran's book, um, How to Be a Woman, and she says, you know that your friends have found someone they really like when they stop telling you about the sex. 
Ah, so that's when they stop saying, it? oh my God, it's amazing. Or, oh dear, he did this weird thing or whatever. Yeah. But actually when they just like give you a little smile, like, oh yeah, it's fine. And don't tell you about it. And I think that's kind of what's going on here with the girls, which is they don't feel that deep connection with yeah, any of the boys. Really good point. Yeah. I cannot blame them for that. Um, and so they don't feel that kind of loyalty to not talk about that stuff or to not kind of giggle about it because they just don't care enough. No, that's a good point. And, and this is the bit where I kind of have to admit that as a 41-year-old woman in 2021, I've been with the same man since 1994. <laughs> so I didn't have any of those kind of conversations back then because we were far too young to be having those conversations anyway. Um, we can have them now, it's fine. Yeah, well, it's all okay. Let's just say that. I've got a bit of both. <laughs> so, but, but the, the, the thing that really gets me is I always, I'm always like, this is so alien. It's like I'm watching and I'm going, is this... Is this how my children are going to talk to each other about their relationships? You know, my kids are 12 yeah. and 13 and I'm like, like g- gathering all this kind of information to see what's important. And that's, that's actually what you've just said is very reassuring, which is that I just suddenly <laughs> thought we'd all become very sex crazed because I really am not, you know. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think there is kind of myth that it's just boys that talk about the physicality of mm. relationships. And actually, we know that girls are equally as you know, puerile yeah, and yeah, yeah. determined to like enjoy the kind of ruder, cruder bits of it. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, when you've got nothing else to, like they don't have anything else to talk about in the villa. They've got to go down to the, the real details. Yeah, that's true. But you asked me about Lucinda. Why do they all like Lucinda? Mm, oh, yes. Why do they all like Why Lucinda? All, Why? Well, she, she, I don't, I don't know either. <laughs> so there's a really interesting thing here, which I picked up on with Danny where he was like oh Lucinda and I have great sexual chemistry and then I watched them talking to each other and I was like I don't think the boys really understand what sexual chemistry is sexual chemistry is when you both realize that there is an equal level of spark and desire between the two of you it's not just when you quite fancy someone yeah absolutely I mean the Rachel and Teddy first date that was quite an interesting experience of sexual energy because Rachel was yeah. just popping it right out there. She was like, <laughs> she, really she was, was like, it's, it's like her second question. And I know it's in the edit, but her second question <laughs> to her was, so what do you like sexually? <laughs> I was like, who has that conversation? Who does that? But she was right. Think- and he really was like, holy, holy crap. I don't know quite how to cope with all of this. But, so it was actually reassuring when he chose Faye because there was clearly a bit of a meeting of minds with those two, whereas mm. it was more of a physical thing with the other, other with Rachel and him. That's but yes, the, you're, you're right. And Lucinda, the girls are all very self-aware. Like Lucinda especially, she says, oh, boys always say that about my eyes. You know, that it's like yeah. quite disappointing when they point out the obvious features. Yeah. You know, that's not sexual yeah. chemistry at all. It's like, have you got to know me? You know, it's that kind of yeah. thing, I think. Yeah. Um, mm. So, yes, Which I'm not quite convinced any... about Lucinda, but she is quite straight up. You know, I keep getting her and Liberty a bit mixed up because they both are quite, they'll ask the difficult questions. Yeah. I'm, I mean, she did ask a question this week, which was, what's your favourite animal? So I don't know yeah. if she asks oh, all yeah, the that's... difficult <laughs> questions. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I've just ruined my point. <laughs> so it's important to point out that this is the time in the show when I start to get people's names wrong because the producers just throw... <laughs> A million people in there in the hopes that some of them will fancy each other. And they've clearly got really quite desperate at this point in this year. Well, I also so find this... that all the, all the girls look the same as well. They've all got blonde hair. And, well, that's unfair. They've not all got blonde hair. But, you know, there's so many that, that are, have yeah. got blonde hair. And I'm like, oh, which one are we talking about now? Yeah. And they've all got um, what you would call, Kate, severe fo- vocal fry. Where it's all like, oh, uh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Everything um, goes up at the all. end like this. And when we, we think about it like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. I can't look. Um, so... Uh, We've got lots, lots of people in there. And this week we have seen the arrival of Teddy, AJ and Danny. I'm actually going to start at the end of this because uh, since Danny has arrived, it has come out in the press that he used the N-word on his social media. And he used it um, in a kind of, I want to be cool bro way with one of his mates, um, which is not cool. I think we can agree. It's not Not cool. Um, and I think when I had a look, and I could be wrong, this apologies if I am, it was about 18 months ago. And this has led to lots of calls for him to be kicked off the show. It's led to 
I think a lot of discussion really about whether the producers were really doing their duty of care and research properly and whether they should have mm. actually found that stuff um, and not put them on the show in the first place. I'm going to be honest, like I have, I think we are at a point in history now where you should know, you should know that that's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> you just should. 18 months ago, that's not okay. It's not okay. It's not and okay. I th- and I don't, I wonder if I was like a 20 year old guy from Manchester, would I know? But I really think that you should. I really think you should. I'm going to be honest, Kate, my love, I feel like you and I as two white women can't have the final word on this. I think you're correct. <laughs> um, so I, we do have some amazing women of colour booked to come up in the week. So maybe we'll talk to them about this further. And also, as we're talking about it now, there is stuff ongoing. So overnight, we saw Danny actually apologising. Yeah. So they've obviously taken the news into him in the villa, which is going to be, I think, quite... I mean, I don't know that they've done that ever before. And I don't know what the yeah. impact of that is going to be. Um, So here is what I think. I'll give you my personal opinion. So my personal opinion is I have no time for that. I also have no time for cancel culture, which says you made a mistake, therefore you are out. What I do have time for is you made a mistake, you need to sort that out. And sorting that out means apologizing, going away, doing your learning, doing your work and making some form of reparation and amends. Now, do I think you can make those reparation and amends chatting up girls in a Mallorcan villa? I'm going to be honest, no, I don't. (laughs) And so I personally think this should be a point when Danny says, do you know what, this is probably not the place for me to be right now. And I suspect that if I was 20, I wouldn't know that. So I would like a producer to tell me that in a nice as possible way. Um, I think that's what should happen. But I don't know if it will. Kate, what do you think? I agree with you because I think if we keep cancelling people, we don't see the story of learning and the story mm-hmm. of change. And that is what we need to see. Um, I think that it's no matter how many times the story is told of this, something I posted 18 months ago out of context is now being used against me Mm -hmm. type of story. I cannot tell that. I don't think that story can be told enough times to make people understand how wrong it is and how dangerous that the social media space is um, in terms of the legacy that you leave. Mm -hmm. Um, And I... I'm interested to see how the producers play this out because I think there's going to be a lot... It's going to be very difficult for the producers to ignore the voice of he needs to be axed. Equally, as you said, Mm. is cancelling him the solution? Maybe this is the place for him to... Well, you didn't say this, but maybe this is the (laughs) place for... This is the place for... Maybe this is the place in this space with this audience to hash this out I don't know we'll see what they do yeah we'll see it's an important uh, it's in, it's it's really important that they get this right and courage will be praised I think in the end I think it will I will say the one thing I think would not be getting this right would be because I think if they've told Danny what's going on, they have to really have told the rest of the villa yeah, what's going right. on, right? So that's going to so lead to... It's going to lead to discussions. Yeah. But what I don't want is for the explanation, the work of this, to then be on the shoulders of Kaz and Aaron, right? Yeah, like, right. Yeah. I, I, that's what I fear might happen. And I just... Yeah. I, I, there's a part of me that's slightly dreading that. But yeah, we we're shall in a... see. We're definitely in a, a crossroads, so... Yeah. yeah, we'll see. Yeah, let's see. Um, and actually, if you've got opinions and you want to tell me what you think should happen here, I would really like to know. Um, you can always find me on social at Harriet Minter, so do come and tell me, because I think, like, one of the things that I do love about Love Island is that every year it brings up a big social issue and it brings that social issue to a demographic that maybe is not talking about it in the same way that my kind of echo chamber is talking about it and I think that is a good thing but I think there is some serious learning and uh questioning the producers could do here to learn for themselves as well yes well they're on a big journey aren't they this show and you know as over the years as always you know efforts are made and then is it enough of an effort and they need to work their way through it don't they um so we'll leave Danny there for now we'll probably 
undoubtedly, I'm sure, be coming back to him at a later point in this series. Uh, but let's talk about the other newbies as well. So we had AJ and Eyes on the had... prize! <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, I'm so glad you said that because I'm blanking on the other one's name. Hang on, Freddie. Teddy. Freddie? Teddy, Teddy, that's it, Teddy. You, you've just done I what did, you said you were going to do. I did. I, I warned you that I would forget some of their names. Sorry, Teddy. Sorry. Actually, I've got... Um, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Teddy at the moment because, and we'll come back to AJ in a minute because I have a lot to say about AJ, but I've got a bit of a soft spot for Teddy because I thought he kind of picked Faye because he thought, quite frankly, she was a bit easy and that he was going to be in there like that and she's made it a bit difficult for him and he has not had his head turned. He has not had his head turned. No, AJ went for him and he was like, nope, not into it. Thanks very much, I like Faye. Just talking to you has reminded me how much I like her. Yeah. And equally, I sort of really liked that he went, there's a bit of territory stuff going on. I can see it happening. I can see it happening. I can see it happening. (laughs) Yeah, he definitely came in and was like, I think, was quite measured, actually. Quite measured, quite understood what was going on. Uh, Yeah, I thought I quite like him. I quite like it. I'm with you. I'm interested to see how it plays out. uh, Credit to him. Um, I think he is the best flirt of all the boys. I think he actually understands how to flirt. He needs to be given them all lessons because none of the others do. Uh, so let's, let's... Do you think they're scared, though? Do you think they're scared to flirt? Uh, no, I just don't think they know what they're doing. I mean, oh, right, I think okay. we've all lost social skills over yeah, the last, of course. Yeah, yeah, last yeah. few months. But those boys, I'm not sure they ever had them. Um, let's... AJ, however, she's oh, very touchy-feely. She's very touchy-feely, isn't she? That's what they were saying. Oh, my God, AJ. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to hold back, Kate. What did you make of AJ? So my make, well, first of all, eyes on the prize. I mean, if she wins it, whatever her best bits are, that's the clip. Thank you very much, say the producers. That's the starter. I really fell into the trap of making assumptions immediately. Mm. So she is gorgeous, obviously. And she sat down and she was very sure of herself. And then she started saying things like, oh, I'm really clumsy. Oh, I'm really, you know, I'm, oh, I'm really full. Mm. And I thought, hmm, as always, we yeah. have the, this is the front and this is the reality. And this is the moment that people, you know, you, you're so vulnerable in that initial judgment that you start saying random yeah. things like, I'm really funny and I can juggle, rather, you know, whilst st- being steaming hot, you know. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, she was definitely there to impress. The bit that bothered me was she kept on asking Liam for a chat. And I, oh. I thought, I thought that the Liam situation was locked. <laughs> and also, I mean, he's so dull. He's so dull. Oh. I, I think Liam might, he might be my least favorite. I'm actually almost a little bit annoyed constantly with Liam because he's so good looking and he really, really knows it. He really <laughs> knows it, and he is just resting on looks. But anyway, um, the thing that I have, I've actually been a little bit. Um, Oh, I'm almost a little bit broken by AJ because she came in with so much confidence. Yes, she, she was in, really you know, confident. She really strutted in. Yeah. She owned that group of boys. She was like flirting with them all. So she's very touchy feely. You know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There was so much confidence, and then they've all kind of slightly not been into her. And it's like the poor thing has had the rug pulled out from under her feet. She doesn't know which way to go. She's completely baffled that Hugo. I mean, if Hugo is into her, he's hiding it very, very well. She's completely baffled that Hugo, who should be desperate for a girlfriend, isn't into her. She's yeah. completely baffled that Liam is not being like, yeah, I'm ready to dump Millie any second now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I really feel like she almost doesn't know which way to turn. And rather than doing possibly like a fay and sitting back and just being like, you know what, I will trust that I am hot enough and that yes. I am interesting enough that somebody is going to wake up and be like, oh my God, I want to be with them. She's got, she's got a bit frantic, I think. And I, I feel for her because I think those nerves have really kicked in. She's definitely having a vulnerability hangover, isn't she? She's she gone, I'm really confident. I'm not, I'm really not. Oh, yeah. um, and I also wonder if maybe, maybe she's a bit like you <laughs> in, that, in that she's like, these boys are really dull. <laughs> and she knows it and she's got to go in and go oh let's pretend to like them you know yeah. um but yeah I, you know her, her eyes on the prize moment and then there was that moment where teddy said i'd like i really like to i think he used the phrase bless him <laughs> he wanted to go to asia but he's teddy, used the actual, teddy teddy 
Did I say Freddy? You said Freddy. It's my fault. Oh, God. I've, I've renamed him. And... We've done it. We've, we've lost Sorry, it. Sorry, Teddy. So, Sorry. Teddy said he actually used the phrase, I need to touch Asia. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Teddy. And she replied, Oh, no. You could touch half of Asia right now if you like. Oh, Teddy. Oh, God. I was oh. like, it's like the 90s when you used to, the chat-up lines, you know. I mean, and, and also, <laughs> Which is when I like, was last dating, obviously, when I was... <laughs> you know, if, we had, if we're talking kind of, um, uh, if we're talking inappropriate racial, racial unbelievable. commenting... It was unbelievable. I was like, oh, where are uh, we? What's happened? Yeah, I mean, that, um, when I was reading my book, when I was writing my book, I actually hired um, this brilliant, brilliant new job, which is a, what's called a diversity reader, which is where essentially Amazing. you get somebody to read your book and just be like, uh, Harriet, this bit is really a bit insensitive, or actually you might want to think about this phrasing, or actually that would be really in- uh, mm. like a weird thing to say or whatever. And it's really, really helpful, right? Because you can do your best, but it's really helpful to have someone who's like, I know what I'm doing here. Um, and I feel like Love Island needs a diversity editor. <laughs> Where it's just like, do you know what? Let's let's get somebody in here who is more ahead of this and can catch this stuff before it happens. But then we wouldn't learn, would we, Kate? We wouldn't learn. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Let's talk about my favorite thing in the villa, Kaz and Liberty's friendship. I'm going to insert a little clip here of the two of them just being very lovely to each other. One to, one to ten, um, I'll give him a nice, like, 7.58. Okay, yeah, 7.58. That means that he can improve. Do you fancy him? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was so excited for her to go on that date. But she's been through a shit time in here. So I was literally just so happy that she felt a vibe. We'll just see what happens. I am rooting for Kaz, though. I hope he just sees how amazing she is because everyone else can. So the sad thing for me is that I fear Kaz is going to face the same fate as Amber last year, which is if she's still in there at the end, um, and I'm a, I have been working out who might be dumped in this Sunday's recoupling, so I'm a little bit worried about it. But if she's in there to the end, some chancer is going to come in at the last minute, sweep her off the feet just for the 50k, and then dump her by text the second they leave the villa. Um, how can we get the producers to change their mind and allow Kaz and Liberty to couple up together? I know, this is so funny, isn't it? So something I've noticed this year is the term friendship couple. Mm. It's a new label. I don't, I don't think I've heard yeah. them use it before. Um, and I think if you're going into friendship couples, then we can do friendship couples in any which way direction, surely. So let's have a friendship couple of Kaz and Liberty. And we'll take them off into the sunset with their 50k and they can share it. I think I you're mean, correct. I really love I love this idea about actually having a friendship couple win because Love Island is Love Island. Doesn't say yes. romantic Love Island. Yes. Doesn't say sexual Love Island. Although, it says love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does say love. And what I love about it, um, is the way that I mean, what we're watching is the kind of forced, the forced relationships, isn't it? Yeah. The awkward moments that we don't want to have, they have to have. And I mean, <laughs> it, I remember when I first watched it in 2018. I think at the time I'd just come out of working in an open office, and the thing you'd never say in an open office is, "Can I have a quick word." 
and they <laughs> and in Love Island, they do it all the time, and they sort all their shit out. And I was like. Why have we been avoiding this? Can I have a quick word? Because as soon as anyone in open office says, can I have a quick word? Everyone goes, oh, no, what's they done? You know? And I mean, and that's what we do in, in Love Island. We all go, oh, no, they're going to have a quick word or a quick chat. Can I grab you for a chat? That's what they said. Six words is all it takes to actually deal with your shit. That's what, that's what I love about Love Island because they have to. Um, and they do really do it. I have to say do. this year they've been really good at like, I've got angry with you about this thing. I'm going to tell you why I'm angry with you. Yeah. I'm not going to apologise for being angry. Yeah. You're going to listen. You're going to see my point of view. We're going to agree we're okay. It's lovely. And I, think, and I think, and I have to say, full credit to the girls for this because, I mean, the Toby, the moment where, oh gosh, Toby, I've, written, I've actually written down the couples so I can remember the names. Uh, Toby and Chloe, that's it. So Toby and Chloe get voted as one of the least, the bottom three for uh, yeah. Spark or whatever it was. And mm-hmm. Chloe's like, I really like him. I don't give a shit what everyone thinks. And Toby's <laughs> like, why does everyone think that she doesn't like me? <laughs> But she was brilliant. She was like, why do I care what other people think? I was like, oh, girl, you have got this going on. So, yeah. so I think the girls, and Faye is particularly good at going, nah, that wasn't, that wasn't on my street. I didn't like that. And like, yeah. when she, and like the fact, the way she's behaving around, uh, the way she behaved around Teddy and AJ, and she's just like, nah, I'm, I'm going to be cool with this. I know I'm, I know I'm struggling with it, but if I'm cool with this, I'm going to let, just let this happen. So, so yeah, I think, I think the girls have been particularly good at going, I'm not happy about this. This is my this is my problem with it. Yeah. You can deal with that if you choose to. And I like that. That's a really great that's great boundary setting. <laughs> you know, that's it actually is. how we should do it. It's great boundary setting. And very grown up. Like it's very way more grown, grown up. up than I was yeah. in my early twenties. I know. I'd be like, so if I say this, will you still like me? Will you still like me? Will you still like me? You know, <laughs> I'm just saying it. Um but yeah, she's the 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 girls have been particularly good, I think, at, at saying how they think and how they feel and I think I wonder if as well if that's because the friendships are there and that they feel very supported with yeah. each other um but I do, do I completely agree I mean Liberty is is clearly a bit of a favorite and again she probably sits in that Lucinda voice zone as well yeah. but she's coming through as the salt of the earth character isn't she well she's I think she is just very comfortable in who she is I think that's what comes across I don't think she thinks she is the prettiest girl in there or the smartest girl in there or the best at this and I don't think she cares yeah and that's the thing and maybe that is because she got in a couple very quickly and she's got that kind of security and that allows her to not be worried about that stuff but Mm. I think there is a kind of like a she has a very secure setup she's got she's coupled up she's got her best friend in Kaz everything around her is actually kind of working for her to feel secure and safe in that villa. Obviously, yeah, I think we all know it's going to go wrong when Kazra Moore happens and Jake couples up with any blonde that walks through the door. Oh, but, I hope not. Oh, I do. Um, but I think because she has that kind of secure base, it allows her to just tell it like it is, to be quite happy about it. She was at this really beautiful, very vulnerable moment on the show this week where yep. she talked about kind of how scared it is how scary it is to fall in love with someone and how you have to open yourself up to that and that she wants to do that but there's definitely a part of her that is a little bit scared of getting hurt and I thought that was showing that showed way more maturity than I would have had that age where I was like no don't love him not into it not into it at all whatever move on um yeah I think I think that is really lovely to see I know and I you know and even in that she was properly vulnerable in that moment, wasn't yeah. she? Because even in that moment, she was... Because Jake sat there and she's... He, he, I think he's expecting her to say, no, I've totally found the person I love the most in the world. <laughs> and she went and she gulped and she just left that silence for that heartbeat too long. <laughs> and then she came forward with the information and you were like, oh, right, OK. Yeah. There's this thing going on with her that she's... And I really liked... I mean, I hate the word toxic. I think it can be... You know, got toxic masculinity and toxic people mm-hmm. and all of that. But actually, when she said, "I've been in some toxic relationships," and I think I read that as she wasn't just meaning yeah. men or romantic relationships. I took that as lots of different relationships, and that she's really working at being better at it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really nice. And you're absolutely right. And so to be better at it, she's set up her support system in that in the villa very quickly and very well actually with a with a good best friend and a good guy. And right, let's make this work. 
Mm. So, yeah, I think she speaks for, for all of us a little bit, I think. I've got a text! Well, it is that time of the show when, don't worry, you're not about to be pinged. It's just that we've got a text! <laughs> we've got a text! <laughs> or a WhatsApp message or a tweet or whatever it is. What people actually get, no one gets texts anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I did love that they tried to do, we've got a voice note, and everyone was like, No! no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so if you're new to the show, this is the point where we find something that someone is saying somewhere about the show that we feel is particularly spot on. Um, this week, I'm picking a meme. <laughs> Whenever I say meme, I'm like, is that how it's pronounced? I don't know. It's definitely not Mimi. <laughs> it's definitely not Mimi. <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Um, so and this is from Love Island Re- Reactions on Instagram. And it's a picture of Faye filing her nails with the caption... The devil works hard, but Faye works harder. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. It's so good. What I loved about this, and what I fundamentally really love about Faye, is her general not here for your bullshit attitude. Yeah, (laughs) Um, absolutely. She's a gif, isn't she? Absolutely a gif going. She really is. And she just, she isn't, she doesn't stir the pot, but she sort of stirs the pot by just telling it what she thinks. Yep. She's not doing it to cause trouble. She's just yep. I'm not I'm not here to I'm not here to appease you or make you feel better or pretend everything's great when it's not. Here's what's going on. And yeah, I absolutely. That. I wonder if Faye ends up one of the last few left. Mm. So at the moment, I just I loved that moment when she was doing her nails and all the other girls like Faye's like flitting around. She's obviously clearly worried about Teddy. AJ's come in, they're all on the balcony. Yeah. They're all going, oh, 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 like this. And Faye's like girls I don't know why you're bothering (laughs) like that and then she joins in and then she goes back to her with her nails it was just I was it was incredible a a brilliant moment of yeah when they go low we go high and she's holding her high but I do wonder if when there's less of them in there and that sort of thing happens because they didn't seem to notice that she was doing it and I think it it might rock the boat a bit more if there's less of them in there when, when they kind of whittle down if she's still in um but yeah no I I absolutely I'm holding out for uh not here for your bullshit attitude I love it (laughs) I love it what about you has anything caught your eye out there in the world well it's a little bit out there in the world but it's not really out there in the world it's actually in my world and (laughs) I think I've shared this with you recently as well so one of the things I love about Love Island is the fact that you suddenly find that everyone's watching it give it a week or so if you're thinking no one else is watching it you know, in a week or so, everyone will be going, oh, have you? And then you can start to admit that you've been watching it. <laughs> but I'm in a WhatsApp group, a million WhatsApp groups, obviously. But one of the WhatsApp groups I'm in, the girls are all particular, the women are particularly watching it. And what I love is that it's like a fitness group. And we've got <laughs> every night we're like, right, 10 squats for every time they say I've got a text. <laughs> Our booties are going to look very good by the end of the series. It's really funny. It just, but I love that everyone finds their own way into it and gets their own thing out of it. So that's my little, you know, in the social media world. Yes, there's stuff going on all over the place. But if you've got a WhatsApp group of your secret that. WhatsApp friends and some of people, are, I think some people must be doing downing drinks when someone says, can we have a quick chat? But my <laughs> lot, we're all squatting and doing push-ups and burpees <laughs> to all of the cliches, which I love. I was going to say, you're doing squats, I'm doing shots. That's yeah. how it goes. <laughs> and that's the name of our next podcast. <laughs> It's time for our heroes and villains of the week. This is the section of the show where we decide who we'd couple up with and who we'd dump from the villa. Um, I will go coupling up first. I am picking Kaz because my wardrobe needs a restyle and that woman puts together an outfit like nobody I've ever seen before. She looks amazing (laughs) all the time. (laughs) I'm just, I'm like, I don't, I don't even notice the individual outfits. I keep looking oh. at them going, oh my God, how is that staying on? I, I do think that too. Yesterday she was wearing, she, I think she went on a date with Danny, that was it. She went on a date with Danny wearing a pair of wide-legged white trousers, which I'm always in awe of anyone who can wear wide-legged white trousers with any level of confidence and insouciance. And this bright pink kind of bikini top matched with a pair of exactly matching heels she looked amazing um i i love her style 
tip-top coordination. I have to say, I quite like the, the. I like that we're not just in bikinis all the time as well. I like a one yeah. one piece. Sharon yeah. was wearing a very nice one piece yesterday as well. I was like, I appreciate <laughs> and give you a high five for this because my mummy tummy is very far away from a <laughs> from a bikini these days. <laughs> Who would you couple up with? So, I quite like Ooh. Jake. Kate, what? I quite like Jake. <laughs> My God. So I'm going to make allowances for this because I know that at the start of the show, you were sort of in and out, dipping in yes. and out. So maybe you haven't seen his full villainy. Okay. But tell me why you would be coupling up with Jake. Well, he just seems like, like a lot of fun, doesn't he? <laughs> He's all right. I quite like that he jumped on Liam, gave him a snog. I quite like that he's a bit like, you know, at one point him and Toby, I was like, oh, this is quite sweet. I quite like the way this is going. They seem like modern men. Um, and then Toby kind of let me down a little bit because he suddenly wobbled and was like, I was like, oh, right. Mate. Oh, OK. Um, so, yeah, I quite like Jake. And all the I girls. I quite like all the girls. All Jake. the girls. The girls are all good. But I just can't forgive Jake for basically constantly telling Liberty, I really like you, but if another blonde comes in the villa, I'm going to have to chat to her. So I'm like, oh, Jake. Um, and you do know oh, if you God. couple up with, if you couple up with Jake, Kate, you are going to have to have your toes sucked. That's the official ruling on Jake. <gasps> I definitely missed that bit. My avocado <laughs> was not ripe at that point. <laughs> um, so dumping from the island, I have to say, I, I just might dump all the boys and start again. <laughs> there's a really weird thing going on here isn't there usually with the boys there are a couple that really they form a really strong bromance they've got a lot of yeah. personality they kind of become the personalities of the show I'm thinking Chris and Kem and you know, there's something that sort of makes them stand out but this year they all seem really really young they do and the other thing is as well and I, oh, I've got a I wondered if we were going to talk about this, but it feels like there's been a role reversal in gender mm. roles. I feel like the boys are more like the girls usually are, and the girls are more like the boys usually are. In fact, there was a moment where the boy, who was getting ready for the, I think it was Brad and, nope, it was when AJ was coming in, and they were yeah. all getting ready for a new person coming, and they're all walking around, and I think it might have even been Jake, when, was like, why is there nothing to wear? <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, oh, this is so weird because the girls are all like sitting back going, hey, oh, hey, look at you, like, and being quite stereotypically male. And all the boys are like running around trying to bake things and cook things and, you know, being stereotypically female. So it's, it, it, there is this kind of, I think the other thing is as well that the editors are probably, the producers are probably under pressure to not be, you know, in the, in the state of things, you know, with how you're yeah. portraying men and, and, mm -hmm. and all of that. I wonder if there's a bit of editing going on there. To, to, they seem a little bit more subservient, is what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah and actually, sure. that's really... You know, it's it, shown by Brad going, no, I'll go, you know. Yeah. And, and Teddy going, but where's the room for being a man? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Teddy. There's no room for being a man in that villa. <laughs> I know, um, at this point. Who, who would you dump from the villa? I'm going to dump the producers this week. <laughs> because... <laughs> No, so I love the fact that they have kind of spiced things up a bit, but no producer should be allowed to create a game like the food game. <laughs> I mean... I, it's so revolting. What? They do it every year. What? It's such a part of the show now that the contestants actually say, oh, it's the food game. Yeah, they did, didn't they? they did. I mean, it's... Horrible! I know, it is horrible. horrible. And then there was this actual extra moment because one of my favourite things about Love Island is the the fact that the the, mu the music that they choose is always in line with what's going on. It's like, oh, they're single now, like that. <laughs> At the end of that food <laughs> montage, as they're getting slapped by meat, "Cake by the Ocean" was the lyric they chose. I was like, babes, it's meat by the swimming pool. <laughs> 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 let's let's not be let's not let, like beat about the bush but yeah no I just it was that one again it was that moment of oh god oh no oh yeah no I game can't take any more no, of that no, no. more games although the flippy cup was just brilliant the boys just not being able to flip a cup I was like that was, that was genius we'll keep that one but food games out <laughs> I absolutely agree with all of your choices there apart from Jake <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm misguided he'll come through for me I'm sure of it <laughs> 
<laughs> a big, big thank you to the fabulous Aww. presenter coach, podcaster extraordinaire, Kate Cocker. Thank you, my darling. Thank you if, very much for having me. If someone wants to graft you, where the, can they find you? Uh, best probably start with Instagram. I'm at K8Cocker. And I'm that on Twitter as well, at K8, the, le- the number eight, K8Cocker. There you go. Amazing. Um, that is all for this week if this podcast is giving you flutters then do make sure to rate, review and follow it before another bombshell gets in there it's a bit like one or two of the boys fancying Lucinda and then them all deciding they did when one of you couples up with us or follows us everyone wants to and we get more listeners I'll be back next week for another round of Mallorcan Madness but in the meantime I always like to leave you with a bit of wisdom from the villa this week comes from liberty and it is a perfect expression of the price we pay for love and proof that if jake breaks her heart we'll be dumping him from the island the island of great britain you have to take the risk if you want to find love at the end of the day you have to put yourself out there you have to make yourself vulnerable um, however hard it might be in order to get what you want and love in return and it is a big challenge for people like me and Faye or other people that have been through similar things to like step over that hurdle but when you find something special I think all that just goes away because you want what's in, what, in front of you so bad because he makes you feel like secure enough Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.